together growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Mark chapter 7, verses 24 to 13. At the time, Jesus arose and went away to the region of Tyre and Sidon and entered a house and would not have anyone know. Yet he could not be hidden. But immediately a woman, whose little daughter was possessed by the unclean spirit, heard of him and came and fell down at his feet. Now the woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. And he said to her, Let the children first be fed, for it is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she answered him, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. And he said to her, For this saying, you may go your way. The demon has left your daughter. And she went home and found the child lying in bed and the demon gone. It's a beautiful reading. It, it's, it's a challenging reading when one looks at it. Jesus goes into a region and he enters a house and he doesn't want anyone to know about it. The author doesn't tell us why. It is very rare in the text where Jesus would not want people to know about his whereabouts. It is common in the Gospel of Mark for Jesus to do miracles and inform people, don't tell anyone about it. These are two different things, and that is known as the messianic secret. And it's, it, 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 it's some sort of a technique that Mark uses or the Mark and Jesus use. But this one, for he did not want people to know he was around. While it borders on that fringe, it's also an interesting thing, and it leaves us into multiple interpretations. Is it because that Jesus wanted to rest, was exhausted, wanted some time alone, was it because Jesus wanted to go up and pray? What was it that Jesus wanted to do so privately? But then a woman, a Greek by birth, Syrophoenician, comes to him and she begs him. She falls on her feet and she's begging him. Because her daughter is possessed. That's something very interesting. Very beautiful. Beautiful in the sense that her love for her daughter makes her, makes her forget everything. Her love for her daughter makes 
her a beggar. She goes to Jesus. She says, my daughter is not well. I am fascinated by that because the daughter has someone who believes in her. The daughter has someone who loves her. The daughter is someone who speaks on her behalf. What about us? Do you have someone who speaks on your behalf? Do you have someone who worries about your well-being? Do you and I have someone who prays for us? And we insist that certain things must be done. That we need to be helped. We need guidance. We need deliverance. Jesus says to her, it is not good to take the food of the children and give it to the dogs. It sounds very harsh, but there are a few things that I feel one can learn from this text. The first one is Jesus is first concerned about the children. He says, I have nothing wrong about giving you the food, but it belongs to the children first. Let me first fill my cup, then whatever remains we can share. We cannot give what we don't have. I want to share with you. I want to give you. But not at the expense of the rightful owner. And I'm mentioning this thought because for certain people, it is quite difficult to say no. Some people accept everything even when they know they don't want to. There is this sense that they are overburdened, that they cannot refuse, that they cannot say no. But that's not how life is supposed to be like. And Jesus says, I cannot do it. And the woman insists. But she says to Jesus, even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. She's not asking for bread anymore. But she's asking for the crumbs. Give me the leftovers. I'll be okay with it. Give me whatever you can. I am fine with it. I'm not asking for much, but I'm asking that my daughter be healed. How many of us have people like that who will, who will go all the way? Who will say, I'm not giving up. Not yet, not now, not ever. That I'm willing to 
be humiliated. I'm willing to struggle, suffer, so long as I come back home and my daughter is okay. How many of us are in situations where we are not praying for ourselves, but we are praying for those whom we love because they are not okay. They are not well. And so we, we pray for them. We pray for them because we know that they need our help. And so this woman had left home, had left her daughter. She was looking for help. She cannot afford to go back home to the same situation. She refuses to do that. And so when she is in the presence of Jesus, and Jesus says to her, you can now go home. The demon has left your daughter. That changes everything for her. She goes home knowing that her prayers have been answered. Her perseverance has paid off. Her faith in God is renewed. And that's the same truth about our lives. That we all go through the same thing. That we all want the assurance that God will take care of the situation. God will redeem us, guide us, and bless us. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.